Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. House, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Earn our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping. Nasty, natty, yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, hit the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the pounce, make the city howl. Now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnel from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes, we tatted on the jungle when we flex that who they muscle on. Stripes, Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the In the jungle, we unite in Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by my co-host, Derek Davis, the Orangero. He's finally on the show, everyone. How you doing, Derek? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? How is everybody on this beautiful victory Friday? Well, number one, what are you cracking open just there? You can't crack it open and then leave the people without knowing. I'm not cracking anything open. That's a new sound I just inputted into our system there. I thought it was pretty cool, so I had to put it on there. But made you you think, you know. You did a fake can opening sound? (laughs) Anyways, I I've sure got did. ice cold, delicious Miller Lite here. We are I've by... got, I've got some new riffs. That's what I'm sipping on. New riff bourbon, straight out of, straight out of Kentucky. Now, do you want to introduce our guest tonight? Oh, do we have a guest? <laughs> hey, listen, this is none other than one of our best friends that we finally. Finally got to meet face-to-face and give a big old bear hug to Tyler Miner Ding, everybody, a.k.a. TikTok Tyler. Woo-woo. You going to bring him on, Derek, or are you just going to leave him say, Are you bringing him on? Or? <laughs> it's an easy show if I just stay in the background. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Tyler? Oh, just enjoying Victory Friday. Uh, just I, I can't wait to sleep in tomorrow, I'll tell you that, because uh, I didn't get much sleep last night, but... Um, really didn't need sleep today, just riding that Bengals high all day. So, yeah, I was power napping before this this show, so that's why I was like literally got here with like two minutes to spare, hadn't checked anything. You know, I relied on Derek to have everything set up. Big mistake, never do that again. <laughs> hey, he relied on me to get everything set up, and I inputted a new beer opening thing. Yeah, system, yeah, you know? right. That's what you focused on was having a can opening sound. Instead of making sure we had the Shane Graham video from ENO. <laughs> uh, I believe this. So shout out to everybody that is in the chat. But yes, Iceman was feeling a certain type of way for anyone that ran into that man. I apologize for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, right away, like getting into the stadium, he's stumbling around, having to be held up before the game starts. Like, I was like, oh, God. He's like, I'm like, dude, you don't want to get kicked out of here. Has yeah, Maddie was worried sh- about him. Has, has anybody done a wellness check on Jeff today? 
Yes. Yes. He Just is real alive. quick recap. Yes. He called me. We talked. He is alive. He's not in, checked into the hospital or anything like that. He's alive and well. Yeah. He had 27 delicious Jackpot Joey beers. Uh, we wanted to mention that to you, Maddie. Uh, Derek had some of those as well that he had picked up uh, from the Eastgate uh, Jungle Gems after the movies last week. And he gave Clark Harris one when we ran into Clark before the game. So yep. he was he didn't have it right in front of us. We just handed it to him. We were kind of, you know, making our way around the stadium. So it was pretty cool that Clark Harris got a jackpot Joey beer. Sure he enjoyed oh, I it. Did, I did something else, too, if you just noticed in your ears. I was working on a couple other things, but stupid hear stuff. Little, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> stupid stuff that does not matter one little bit is what I what I enjoy doing. Stuff to annoy me. So our second <laughs> guest here, Joe Streck. Um, we have we have Travis in the background. I think he's gonna help get our video in, but I don't really know when he wants to do it or anything. If Travis, if you feel like hopping on to kind of tell us when that should go, I know you're on your deathbed tonight. <laughs> Travis had a really good time, a really good time at the game last night. I finished off the night with Joe. On <laughs> yeah, we seen Joe right after, and he was like, I don't know how the fuck I got back to my place. I <laughs> put a comment in here, but I think I drank enough alcohol that could drown a toddler. You, you were talking <laughs> nonsense at the end of the night. I mean, luckily your dad was there. To yeah, keep an eye on you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have left you alone. Because oh, your boy was, you your boy was froggy. I called him James, and I felt like the worst person in the world. <laughs> I don't. I started. I, I didn't blank what out. Is with with everyone is James. Like Marissa's called Greg James the last two weekends that she's ran into Greg. She calls has called him James. Yeah. Everyone is yeah. James. No, um, I figured I can get this played in here real quick for you guys, uh, <laughs> and then you guys can have a good episode and such. Well, this is kind of fantastic. Just Travis's eyes on the stream telling us about how drunk he was last night. It's just like, kind of iconic. Hey, guys, things are wrong. <laughs> but, Travis, we ran into Joe. Literally, we ran into Joe. We finished our meal that we finally got served. That was a whole trash show in and of itself we won't speak of. Um, what, the meal the, the, at the end of the night? Yeah. When yeah. They, people in and then they didn't serve us for 20 minutes then they told us the kitchen was closed and other people had their food who came in after us right and the manager's like well their food so then you're getting food that's probably been spit on or whatever because these people want to get out of there just all around terrible terrible time there but uh they did yeah, I, tell, Everybody, I, I, I waited could, i could tell that joe was uh, a little upset and he, he was in a weird spot when i was standing out there waiting to get in and they're yelling at me and i'm yelling at them and Joe was just yeah. like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I saw you getting run over the by the bus and I just threw them threw them the keys because they said I said, Hey, these guys are with me. And they're like, Well, if you're they're with you, then you can go out there with them. I'm like, ah, just good. Kidding. I'm I'm gonna go back in here. <laughs> well, they <laughs> said you can you can go out there and not come back, is what they yeah. told you. Yeah, <laughs> like, they weren't happy. Yo, I, I the reason why I sound like that is because I I screamed more yesterday than I am in a very long time. I was I wanted I wanted the people on the field to hear me from like all the way at the top of the stadium. They did. I made Travis. sure that my voice was heard. Yeah, they yeah. Did. You got well, you got to well, take uh, Jess's advice about screaming from your diaphragm and not screaming from your throat. It one like, of these days, everybody 
Yeah, everybody will figure that out because my voice is one hundred percent feels great. I'm great. You know, I've um, I've learned from. I death. am the best yeller from my <laughs> diaphragm in the whole entire world. No, just showed everybody how to do all that. <laughs> and ever since I've watched or listened to her and and how to do it and stuff like that, I haven't had a, a bad voice or anything like right. that. But but well, I don't want to uh, keep. Yeah, I was gonna say Travis. Steps. Travis, we know you're feeling like shit right now, so we won't keep you too much longer. It was I just... a great day. We'll talk about it later in the week, Travis, when you're feeling better and the voice is filled up. It's honestly, Absolutely. I feel fine. I feel fine. I just don't want to try and have a conversation I, with my voice like that. I, I understand. Like, I've done it, and it sucks. Phil didn't have a voice, so like he didn't have a show, and he's like, "Yeah, we're going to do one the next day," and I'm like, "I can, fu- I can't fucking talk, Dale." What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're going live at 8.30 if you can join. And I was like, well, how come you got a fucking day off? Aren't you lost your voice? Here, I'm over here struggling. He's like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> hey, Travis, no, real quick, just one one quick question. How does it feel to go to your first winning football game? Um, It was marvelous. And I actually rewatched the game today um, and because, you know <laughs> – had to, uh, but it was it was it was a good rewatch, and I remembered a lot of good spots on there. And uh, I had to rewatch that uh, hit, which wasn't fun. But other than that, it was a splendid time, and I enjoyed it greatly. And it just so happened the record stadium attendance and everything. And I mean, the sound was deafening in there. It was so fu- it was so loud. It was unreal. I mean, I was like, I felt like I was truly a part of something, which I already know I kind of am. But like, just the energy was un- it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was great. Well, now you can finally say, Travis, you're not bad luck for the team. Yeah, no, <laughs> I have, no yeah, I have to come back now because somebody didn't say hello to me. That was by design. <laughs> hey, hey, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler finally came to say hello to me yesterday, and, and I've seen him like he's a one aisle across, and I'm always like, Tyler, hey Tyler, and we'll wave back and forth, and then Tyler, I thought I saw some picture of you like up in like a VIP box. Oh, somewhere. he was. I was he's best so friend. <laughs> you were like running all money with all I, sorts of money. I, I made it up there for a little bit. I was doing research into that. I was like, "Is that Tyler in the in like a suite? What the hell? Like, what, yeah. what's Tyler doing in the suite? What? Is, what?" Yeah, I, I think was it Sarah Lee's that posted a picture of you up there. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, here's Gary Owen and all these famous people." And Tyler, I go, "Tyler, I like you and everything, but dang, what's <laughs> <laughs> up, bro?" And Gary Owen was up there. Tyler, uh, no, no I, I didn't. Know. I didn't meet. One. I didn't meet Gary. That was the only. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't run into him either. I was really hoping to. That was the the one person that I didn't get to run into. But we'll talk about all this after Travis yep. is off here. We want to get to our interview at ENO with uh, Shane Graham. We did the best we could with the sound. Uh, if Tony was there, I think things would have been a lot better. Uh, he probably had something going on. Very busy man, their marketing manager. Maybe we'll have him on the show some other time. But um, if you sense some frustration on my part during that, that is because <laughs> the music was loud. The microphone I had was not working. There was just, uh, it was, it was, it was a lot. First attempt at recording something live was not very fun. If Basically, is what you get from Bengals and Brews all the time. If I'm not mistaken, a total man, shit show. The first words that Dale says, he's just screaming because there's music playing in the background. <laughs> well, I said nothing like the whole time and let you guys run it, and then you're like, Dale, do you have anything to ask Shane? And I was like. <laughs> 
I just started <laughs> bitching about how the music you was see, loud. You see real anger. You see real yeah. anger in his eyes. Um, but also, I have to say before I do play this thing, Bengals, Bengal bombs are sick. The uh, bomb squad tailgate is fucking sick. If you don't, if you're going tailgating, go to them because they were welcoming as hell. I tried Skyline Chili for the first time in my life. It was tight. I enjoyed it. I was very shocked about that. Um, and uh, don't let uh, Matt trick you into drinking Buffalo Trace. Bengals and bourbon is Bengals and bourbon for a reason, man. Yeah. yeah. I and then, and, and before that, I didn't even realize it. Bengalorian just wants to, because I was over at Jim's at first, because I just found I was walking down the street and saw this yeah, thing. We, I was like, cool. And there's this, he pulls out a, he, he takes me on the bus, grabs this bottle because he wants to kill it off with me for some reason. This thing's like 60 something proof or something of that nature. And here we are just slamming. I don't even remember what it was. It was stupid. I was like, oh God, I'm not going to be good. I have half, I had one, I had a cheeseburger. What was that? I'm dead. I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah but I'll, when we get another show up here and such, I'll talk more about my experience, but uh, now we're going to play the interview, some highlight clips, videos and such from the tailgating process and photos that everybody took together and separate and such. Uh, so I'm going to get everybody off the screen here. Yeah, stick around, though, because we will do a recap show minus Travis when this is done playing, guys. Yeah, I'm yep. going to take everybody off the screen here and then it will play. So just give me one quick second. Bye, Joe. Bye, Dale. Bye, Tyler. Bye, Derek. Hello. That's me. Live from ENO, game day, Dolphins versus the Bengals. Everybody, Mama Boss is showing up. We got it together. A little bit of music. Woo! Everybody in the background watching us. We have a live show here for the first time. And more importantly, we have a special guest, Shane Graham, everybody. Round of applause for Shane Graham. Woo! Woo! Well, we have a career delivery, too. Look at that. Oh, it is great. It is fabulous day out here. Shane. Shane. Big Thursday night football game here. What are you expecting to see? Uh, I'm expecting to see a win, but I'd like to see the offense uh, have a lot of efficiency and the defense continue to put pressure on the quarterback and make it make it easier for the offense to uh, end up with four points on the I like that. I like that. I think if we have Hendrickson in there one time, I think we might not see two up because for some reason they played two last week after he was a little shook up. I thought that it was a back, too. Did you guys know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was his head. But your back doesn't make you stumble after a big hit. I thought that as well, but, yeah. you know. Or, or maybe shake your head after you get hit. A little bit. A little bit of shaky head there. Derek, what do you think? Well, I, I was going to say, fuck the game. I'm, I'm here to talk to Shane. Shane, we was, we was at the... Uh, get on it! We was at the uh, the Ring of Honor event last night, and I'm, I'm going to get your thoughts on that. What you, what you think about the turnout? And, you know, getting to see Big Willie up on the on the Ring of Honor now. I thought it was great that one, the Bengals are starting to pay a little more homage to some of their former players, giving guys the honor they're due. Uh, You're I in thought, there too. Well, You're in there too. But I thought it was a great turnout. I thought for for Willie, you know, he is like an icon for the city and the pro, uh, and the organization. And when I got there, you know, I, I, I bonded very quickly with Willie because he's just a great leader. And 
He was in the community. He was on the field doing great things and continues to do great things on different fields, working with a lot of players and in the community as well. So I think Willie, Willie's just special. He was a special teammate. He's a special person. But it was great to see the turnout of the people that came out to support him and the former players that came back to support him as well. I like that. So you guys had a good time last night? I noticed that last night you had a couple special occasions that made you end up whitening your hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Troy Blackburn asked me to wear white on my hair, blood. on my head. Is that a subtle flex? Live subtle flex? Is that yes. what we're saying? Live subtle flex. All I got Thanks for the silence of the fireworks effect over there. Appreciate that. Yeah, he asked me to color my hair white. So, do we have any? Uh, I know you had a, a very funny and very interesting story about Willie. Is that something you want to talk about on here, or do you want to you want to keep that one to yourself, or do you got any more interesting stories uh, about Willie? I, I don't need to add any personal things in there. I, I just remember, uh, you know, when I when I first met. Willie, outside of just in the locker room, was when we had a, a team dinner at the precinct. And he rented out the top of the, uh, the whole restaurant and paid for the entire team's meal, which was not cheap. And he did that to get all the guys together and to start building a camaraderie. And this was a few weeks into the season after we had already kind of been playing together. And things weren't really going that great for us at the time. But all of a sudden, we just start putting wins together. And we made a run for the playoffs in 2003. We didn't quite get in. But, you know, that was the year that, that Chad Johnson guaranteed a victory over the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And, and and we delivered. You know, and we had a great game, and we, and we beat them. And it was just one of those things that you could just tell that team had the workings of something special in the makes. It just didn't come together yet, but over the next few years, that's when you had the 2004 push, that's when you had the 2005 run that we had, and, um, you know, having that, you know, really was a big part of that, is bringing the team together for that kind of chemistry. He definitely was a team leader, to say the least. We can see it from the screens, and I'm sure you can see it from the locker room, for sure. Yeah, you have any questions for Shane? We're no, alive! No, I'm yell at the mic, but so loud in here. Thanks for turning it down. <laughs> Yeah, we're here at Ian though. It's good to meet you, one of my best friends. Obviously, everyone knows that by now. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You have Clark as your best friend? Look at this. All right, look at this. Hey, we're matching, all right? Where's your matching? Well, I tried to make my I want to know. You really did? I did the beard and everything. Can we get a lot shot real quick? Bangles and bourbon real quick. He is, look how beautiful this is. Hey, he brought the pink rope. The good luck. The good luck. Brought a slot last week. I'm not going to wear it in the game, but we're going to wear it now. I love to see it. I absolutely love to see it. It's too hot. And, and before we came here, before we came here, he gave me a really nice bottle of bourbon and also gave me a good pour of some good bourbon. So got the day started off right. Good job. Got the good job, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was just about to get to that. Hell yeah. We don't want to take any more time away because we got some drinking to do. Sure. We got a couple hours for the game, but you know I need a couple beers. 
you know. So, all right, let's go around again. Let's bring back, let's bring back all King Rosemary. What's your prediction in the game? Hey, dude, what, what, what's your score prediction, dude? 32 to 21, baby. Okay. All right, I like it. I'm going to go 27 21. The Bengals win. It's not even going to be that close. It'll come down. They'll score late. We're going to be up two scores most of the game. That's a big win. That's a big win. I'll say 21 uh, 7 Bengals. All field goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 28 24 Bengals, and it's going to come down to the wire. And our defense will uh, play defense as they have been and really holding it down. They're going to make sure that they don't score. I'm going to go 37 14. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. All right. Hey, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Clearly, we're doing big things. We're here at EO. Round of applause, everybody, for the first time. Show them where the band. We'll catch you guys on YouTube.
Seven million Bengals, 24 Dolphins. Can I tell you what? The vibes here, God, it was watching over there. Like that. Hey, I got the Buffalo trade. Got the, the white hair right here. I'm ready to go. Okay. roll. So the silver box, the silver box. Box loaded. Like he said, Bengals, seven million. You know what? Let's go. Fuck it. We're shutting them out. Miami, goose egg. I'm Dylan, I'm saying fucking 38-24 now. Two tutties. Two tutty victories. Sucker dicks. Sucker assholes. Sucker twins. Sucker our mother. You know where you are? Man, hey, for us. That that I'm. Listen, we were all stressed out about the loudness of the of Eno. It actually turned out fantastic. I don't know about y'all, but I think it looked, sounded great, looked great. The whole thing was fantastic. Great job, guys. So, hey, right here, pat ourselves on the back. Travis, thank you for putting that all together today for us. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, you know what? As I was watching it, I'm like, dude, you know what? I can't leave this. I got to stay. Even if I pass <laughs> the spirit, like, I, I felt it come right through my body again. And I'm like, oh, I got to go. I, I got to go. What am I going to do? Absolutely. Hey, real Travis, quick what question. What kind of beer are you chat? drinking there tonight? This is going <laughs> to water. Buffalo Trace. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to oh. instant, instant stress Dale out. But real quick question in the chat. Who wants us to keep doing stuff like this for every home game? <laughs> also, I, I don't know if you guys understood when I just those just that little clip side part of like us outside of the interview. There was a beer that I was drinking there. There was three shots from the fan <laughs> one. There was another shot of a beer. Like there was alcohol flowing. Different you were drinking at every, every shot. One. <laughs> he, he probably threw up a rainbow at the end of the night. I have more videos of you, Travis, by the way. Uh -oh. <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the night? Uh, no, this was at the tailgate. Oh, and you were oh, talking, right, right, you were talking right. shit to my buddy, the Dolphins fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I told him, dude, because I, I didn't have anything in my stomach prior. And uh, it was 1.30, and I sat down at the Holy Grail, and I got a burger, and I had two beers. And I told him, I was like, if I start buzzing a little bit, I can't unbuzz myself. It's donezo. And so once I started getting that buzz, I was like, all right, it's fucking 2 o'clock. We got kickoff in six hours. Let's see how this is going to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. That was a good time. Um, overall, man, it was a great experience, and I'm so happy I got to go down there. Thank my dad again and everybody that was uh, so welcoming to me and my father and my brother and such. It was awesome. I mean, for, I was walking down to the tailgates with Shane Graham, and it's yeah. fucking I mean, that was so sick. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and real quickly, Clark Harris, we were not hanging out with him the whole time. He was hanging out with his family, doing his own. We just happened to run into him and stuff like that. So. Yeah, he was doing like a small, literal family tailgate. I think it's the area where his parents, I'm pretty sure that was his parents sitting there, Derek, but I wasn't yeah. going to be like, hey, are you Clark's parents? You know, they're just <laughs> kind of sitting there chilling. He's throwing cornhole with his son and, you know, some of his other people in his family. He was just low-key chilling, but, you know, obviously yeah. It's enough to I, let us get a picture with him and talk to us for a yeah. few minutes. And yeah, then, I was yeah. chill enough. I was chill enough to walk in there and said, "Hey, Clark, how's it going?" Dale was like, "Clark, oh my gosh, Clark!" He, he was all going crazy and everything. So. Nope, total opposite, Derek. Total opposite. 
So, you know, Travis Howell, it's, okay, you said you're going to keep walking and you'll just kind of walk into him. He's just off to the side, whatever. So we're walking. Derek, I'm like, there's Clark right there. You know, I said to Derek, I'm like, there he is. And Derek goes, Clark! <laughs> and I go, Derek, you have no fucking chill, do you? I'm like, none. Like, he's probably Zero. not wanting everyone to be like, hey, it's Clark Harris, everyone. Hey, I didn't say Clark Harris. For all everybody knew, it could have been some other guy named Clark, right? Clark Griswold. Yeah, that's yeah. So funny. No, yeah, he's, he's super famous or anything, right? But as I was trying to say before Derek so rudely interrupted me a second ago, was that Clark Harris had, you know, his Super Bowl, like, those white jackets on when he was first throwing cornhole, and they took that off. He comes back over to us with his Bengals and Bruce shirt that he had underneath on. So I'm like, well, this is freaking sweet. So as you can see in the photo, <laughs> everyone, we got a picture with Clark Harris in that same style that Derek has on Bengals and Bruce shirt. That was really awesome. Yeah. He, uh, Did you guys talk about who else is wearing Bengals and Bruce? We'll let uh, Derek talk about that because he said yeah, that. Derek hooked that up. Yeah. Um, our, our boy, Ted Harris. Just happened to in his post game interviews, and I think walking into the stadium and everything, his game day fit was the Bengals and Brews t shirt that we sent him. So it was it, that was pretty awesome to see too. Yeah, That's it's so similar good. to this orange one, but it don't have the block uh, background. It's yep. with mm-hmm. the letters out that Joe helped yeah. us put together. Yep, yep, and thank you to Joe I, absolutely for putting all that together for us because we are not exactly. literate enough to figure out, or that, I guess tech savvy enough to figure all that <laughs> stuff out. Yeah, I just happen to have Photoshop and you guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. We so, take any help we can get, Joe. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer this conversation into a little bit of game recap. So obviously, Travis's $7 million to fourteen. Didn't come to fruition. My seven million to zero didn't come to fruition. There was a couple people that that we were talking to here and there that that got pretty close to the score prediction. Bang but Warren was really close. Yes, he was very close. Yeah, but um, what what was your guys' thoughts? All in all, let's start out with with the vibes of the whiteout. What what do you guys think of the, the whiteout vibes? We'll go down to Joe and then to Tyler. Yep. that way. It was. The loudest I've heard the stadium. I mean, I don't know which one was louder. It was. It reminded me of the the Raiders playoff game from last year. I mean, it was deafening at times. Yeah. Um, and you know, my buddy that was with me, that's a Dolphins fan. He's been. We've been to this is our fourth Bengals Dolphins game, and he was just looking around. He's like, "Y'all, it's it's different this time." Because before, you know, it'd be like 40 percent Dolphins fan or whoever the opposing fans were. And he's like, you guys showed up and he, he was making comments about just like how great they did as far as the presentation, the lighting. And, you know, they really promoted it through social media as far as the, you know, the wearing white. And I just thought they did an awesome job. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to piggyback on that because I, I, I walked in the stadium and I was blown away with how much white there was. Like everybody made it their job to wear as much white as they could. And it wasn't just like a white top. It was people wearing white pants and freaking, well, Derek painting his hair white. I Just constant stuff like that. And it was just a sea of white. And I know there was Dolphins fans there rocking their aqua and orange, but I, I've seen a couple clip or I've seen a couple pictures from, um, from the broadcast 
and you couldn't see any of that. It was just the white just like soaked it all up and and blended it all out. So, I mean, to everybody that like made it their mission last night to wear white, you, you did your part. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, get get this. Uh, say it. <laughs> my bad, Dale. Uh, Listen, and, 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 I try, and then uh, and then getting uh, the Dolphins to uh, burn two timeouts on uh, what was it? it? It was in three plays, I think it was, or it, it was back to back plays. They called timeout, ran a play, called yeah. a timeout, and then ran another play. So that was that was impressive. I, I mean, I Lord, my my fiance just got her Apple Watch, which uh, it'll tell you like decibel uh whatever whatever the decibel yep. level is and I, I kept poking her throughout the game i was like what'd we get what'd we get there and i, I know we hit 100 a couple times so uh, i'm not sure what it was at the playoff game i think maybe 115 ish uh but from what her her watch picked up it, it got up to 100 so that was yeah my my ears were ringing last night when i went to bed Oh, real quick, uh, to answer Crips thing, there were pom-poms, and I probably left with, like, 20 of them. <laughs> yeah, everyone had one in their seat when you got I there. just kept sticking them in my pocket. It was like, I got back to the hotel, and I was like, why do I have so many of these? <laughs> so cool. Um, that was also another great thing that they did was add those for everybody. Just in case you didn't have white, you were able to at least fly white around. And uh, seeing the videos at, like, re-watching the game – seeing people doing that with them it was just a sea of moving white i mean it was un like what tyler said when you walked in you were like this is this is wild and for me of course i've only been to a couple in my life but when like as a game was going on and such and you're getting the noise and the noise is getting louder and i mean it's getting intense at the end of the game the interceptions i mean that first interception that place Absolutely. Between the first touchdown and the first interception, those two screams was just I, – I wasn't screaming. I was like, oh, my God, like this place is insane. Like there's got to be some sort of like level of like earthquake this loudness is getting right now. <laughs> but it was, it was a great time. And, and seeing the fans come together like that showed – and like I saw a video Zach was talking about, like all – all those fans, like we're doing it for them. Like this is because we're they're breaking records. Everybody came out in white. It was a sea of white in that building, and it really came out. What mostly was that? Did I, did I, was that you almost did a joke, didn't you? You almost no. Did. I said I said mostly white because ah, I, ah. I only had the jackpot Joey hat on, similar to Joe. We're both rocking those yesterday, so I did have white on, and I did my whole face and my whole beard. But then Marissa's like, you're a freaking idiot, and you look so stupid. And she took it off of me on the way up from Eastgate to the game. Shout yeah, out to – just I real tried. quick, shout out to Sarah coming in close with the, with the – uh, Makeup the remover. Makeup remover, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She Dude, did us all a solid. I'll just say that. I tried to spray paint my hair, and I, I went through two cans of the white spray, and it just turned me blonde because I was so I, – I have such thick hair. It was terrible. But what about you, Dale? I just saw an electric atmosphere, electric environment. Everybody was fired up. Every, there was good vibes. Um, I, I don't know. You just such a good feeling. Even at that Steelers game, even though we didn't get the result we wanted, it felt very similar to that. Like, everyone's just so happy. We're so happy with the way this team said it. We're so happy with the players that we're rooting for on our team. And um, 
you know, we got the result we wanted this time. It's unfortunate for Tua's injury, but I think that was negligent on the Dolphins' part to have him out there. So they're never going to admit it because it don't seem like they learned their lesson and they're still talking like idiots. But wideout-wise, it was awesome. Derek? Yeah. Hey, real quick, I'm going to do this ahead of time. So you're going to start at Wednesday and blow yourself, right, for a good 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, I got a call from one of the guys from the from the Bengals today, and they just said that they was just talking about how awesome everything was today or was last night. Everything looked great. He loved the white hair, but yeah, that that's a real quick subtle flex, everybody. So Troy Blackburn's phone caller man said, that's "Good job, there. Derek." Yeah, yeah. Exactly, but yeah, it, it, I guess it all looks great. Flex. It all looks big time on the 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 white all white everything like the the song that I've never heard until last night. But hey, everything looked great. Do you want to tell us about Wednesday real quick? Get it out of your system now before we continue with game review. Um, I mean, I, I already brought I it up to shave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right away. No, we yeah we went we met uh, Troy Blackburn. Um, Emily Parker, uh, Kenny Anderson, Ken, uh, Willie Anderson, Dot, or Butch Hobson. Like, I'm there were so many people, Dan Hoard, Dave Lapham, so many people down there at the, at the, uh, and like the little whore I am, I was dishing out Bengals and Bruce koozies like I was Oprah, just giving them to all these people saying, Hey, come on our show, come on our show, just freaking. All the time, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was. A I heard you were sl- slinging digits with uh, Butch Hobson. Yeah, Butch Hobson has has my phone number, so we're going to. You didn't get have... his. You didn't get no. his. No. Yeah, nope. he has. I have his phone number too. He's Uh-oh. he's don't in there. Me, I'll call Butch you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He said, "Don't call me. I'll call you." But no, no, it was great. He said he said he'd come on as long as we don't make fun of him too much. So. Hmm. We'll we'll no we'll do our best. We'll do. So he's not coming off this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's seen any of our shows, he knows it's all out of love. But but yeah, it was it was great. It was a fun time. Um, drinks were great. Food was great. Everything was just phenomenal. Nice. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad you got to experience that and everything. And I know you've said it. You said it in the uh, interview with Shane on there already, but. I mean, we all know how excited you are. The fact that you painted your hair white. So, love that. Yeah. Uh, going hey, into when the, Troy said jump, you say how high. Right. Going into the game, though, um, I discussed a little bit, even though I was a little uh, boogered up, as some would say, to Joe after. <laughs> um, had a nice conversation outside the bar while I was trying my best to hold it together. But we did come across a couple of good talk points outside of there as to – play calling, you know, what we're still doing wrong, potentially what we can still work on as a team. We got a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah. Cam, Cam, he's a legend. Cam is a legend. Yep. Absolutely. Um, we, we were really talking about like stuff that we need to just kind of fix up and what is getting fixed, what is moving in the right way. And, uh, you know, going, Oh, and two to two and two now, and we can push next week versus Baltimore. Uh, what did you see last night? that you think is a good step forward and what could potentially still need some work? 
For myself, real quick, I'm just going to say the offensive line is really starting to connect in a better way. It's not even – it's not as near as what we were at game one to where everybody was a little confused and such. You still see a little problems here and there, but the difference between last yesterday and game one is – it's almost like they they finally got it together a little bit. So I'm excited to see what they push line-wise. And if they tighten up and we give off 15 sacks in the first two games and then we give 23, 24, 25 sacks, whatever, the rest of the season, like that's the total number, hey, I'm perfectly fine with that. That means that he's back there slinging it. So and, Greg thinks play calling might have been a weakness. What's your weakness? Say again? Greg thinks play calling – might have been a little questionable at times. What what was yours then going off of that before we kicked to Tyler? Oh, uh, yeah, no, it was just definitely that. It was the questionable with me and Joe were talking big time about that, with especially my dad, because my dad is a massive person about talking about the play calling. But he was we were just basically saying about how there's certain times to where you have the ball in your possession instead of a drop-off pass or instead of a run up the middle, which Mixon was eating last night for sure. But there's something where you got oh, better than what he was the first three. Better than oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he was, he's he was he was doing decent compared to getting shut yeah. down a little bit, and that was because of our line as well. But looking into it, and you're seeing how Higgins was eating, and you're seeing that Chase is you know Chase is doing Chase, and Chase is getting double teamed and triple teamed, and he's still finding ways to do it. And Boyd is always clutch. But we need to start really like you see the opportunities we gave Higgins yesterday, and Higgins take it and he'll go far. I mean, you watch him break a tackle or two, and he's heading down there. You know, what did he end up with? It was like one twenty-four and a tutty, something like that. One twenty-six. Uh, I've got yeah, one twenty-four, seven catches and a touchdown. So you were right. I mean, he made he made plays, and so if we continue to let our playmakers make plays, we will continue to keep getting W's. And so that's my main thing is play calling. I, you got to know exactly. Crip keeper situational. You got to know. Yeah where what you're in what you're doing and how you need to play it and don't be safe be get greedy fight because they're not going to play it safe on the other side of the ball yeah tyler yeah uh i I think we're pretty much all going to be talking about the play calling or the offense at least but for me it seems like we're getting a little bit more creative now and i think zach's getting a little bit more maybe not just zach but like the offense is getting more comfortable behind the line now that now that they've proved that Hey, you know, after the first two games of giving up 13 sacks and only giving up one last night, you know, maybe we can try some of these more uh, elaborate plays that we had. And we saw that. And was that the third? That was the third quarter when uh, uh, Tyler Boyd ended up throwing to, I I can't remember. Jamar. uh, Jamar. 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 Uh, But it it seemed like they did try to open up the playbook a little bit, but we still hit that lull, you know, in the second and the third quarter where we, you know, we we could have really put our foot down on their throats early in that game and, you know, just kind of coasted a little bit in the second half. But unfortunately, you know, we just kind of disappeared offensively. So I'm not sure what it is yet. I, I want to go back and watch last night's game, you know, as far as broadcast wise, but me too. Yeah. It's that that's my main concern right now is just the offense disappearing in the middle of the game. Now, do you agree with the line as kind of your positive thing that's moved forward? Oh, definitely. I mean, it, it's night and day difference between game one and game four. I mean, like I said, one sack bros, able to navigate the pocket like he was last year, but he didn't – it wasn't like he was doing it every play. It was just like when it did happen, 
you know, we, we was able to see the burrow that we had last year rather than, you know, you know, the Pittsburgh game where he was trying to do the same thing, doing the spin moves, getting out of, you know, the way of defensive or uh, defensive ends. And he's, he's getting hit from behind. We just weren't seeing that. So it's, it's coming. There's a storm brewing, uh, a positive storm brewing, but. Oh, oh, oh. Talk to me. Talk, talk dirty to me now, Tyler. I'm just and hoping like- we put. I'm just hoping we put it all together for the Baltimore game. Yes, and I love the Willie Anderson jersey. Shout out Willie, Willie yeah. Anderson and uh, Isaac Curtis going into the ring of honor last night. That's awesome. Had to, had to rock it tonight. <laughs> Joe, what is your uh, maybe step we've moved forward and maybe something still questionable? So step we move forward in. Um, I don't know how much. The offensive line is playing better, but I don't know how much of it's that and how much of it is that Joe's making better decisions. I mean, there were so many times where I'm just yelling. I've never yelled for check downs so much at a football game before because that was part of the big problem on about half of his sacks in the first two weeks is Joe kept on trying to make the big play and he's holding the ball too damn long and he's got Mixon open, you know, five yards in front of him, but no, he's going to see if, you know, Chase can break free. Um, And he's making better choices. He was checking down to Hurst. Hurst had a great game. You know, he's checking down to Mixon. He's, he's getting some of these short routes and be like, all right, I don't care if it's third and six and I hit a, you know, if, if no one else is open deep beyond the first down marker, I'm at least going to throw it to someone, hope my guy can make a play to at least give us a chance rather than holding the ball too long, taking a sack, and then that's when things get really um, disastrous. So I, I I thought, you know, Burrow's making a lot better decisions on, um, on when to check down. Um, I'm very concerned about just Mixon in general. He doesn't look the same. He looks stiff. I don't know if it's a nagging ankle injury or. Can I toss in his numbers as you continue here, real quick for you? Because I know, like, because I thought maybe he had a little better game too, Travis, and I haven't pulled up. It's 24 carries, 61 yards. Yes, he had the touchdown, but that is atrocious, like yards per carry. 24. It didn't. Oh, that must have been the alcohol talking for me then, because I thought he did a lot better than <laughs> well, that. Well, he had that no, great it, run in the end zone where he, you know, muscled yeah. his way in. And yeah. that's, you know, that's what we remember. But a Honestly, lot of the time, he was—he has been incredibly inefficient. Not just you not, know, not last breaking night. tackles that look like yeah. something's there. Yeah, he's not making anyone miss. He looks hesitant. Like I don't know what it is. Um, you know, hopefully it's not some you know injury that he's fighting off. I know his uh, ankles bother him a little bit. I'm concerned about our run game. Um, but well, like I, I said, saying, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's something wrong with Mixon or if it's the line or some combination of the two. Hey, I and I got that got brought up at our uh, lunch right before we went to the game. And just to throw this out there, it's looking as if Mixon is just running and just preparing to get tackled, and he's not running to go through people. Unlike Samaj P. Ryan right now, who is running and he's running with a purpose, and you're seeing him break tackles and actually get at it, which is something <clears throat> to maybe look into in the next couple of games. If we're, I'm not saying set our starter, of course. No, like, okay, yeah. Joe's still a great back. Yeah. But if yeah. we're looking at, if we're looking at P Ryan and he's coming in there and he's playing, you know, like a hunt and Chubb deal and our Chubb isn't playing like he should be, we might have to go to our hunt and 
make our run game a little more efficient so that we could throw them off and really make that big ball at the end. Because sometimes you got to tuck, you know, tuck the chub down a little bit, right? Well, I knew <laughs> as I said that, I go, somebody's going to make a chub joke. I know it. <laughs> you just thought it would be me. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. P. Ryan had one one carry for zero yards last night. Yeah. yeah. He, he and uh, one target, no catches. Um, he had one good game against the Jets where he was nine carries, uh, 47 yards, two catches for seven yards and a touchdown. Every other game, I mean, he hasn't been touching the ball that much. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I was only saying that off of will of running, like what, how he's running. Yeah. Well, Nixon, not Jets Nixon's game. not really going for the yeah. holes, it seems like. He's kind of just trying to get somewhere on his destined run. And P. Ryan is, I'm going to hit you with a truck and we're going to, you're going to see if you can stop yeah. this truck. Real yeah. quick, I will just say this with with Mixon. After watching the the rewatch, you see a couple of them where it seems like he's about to bust through and and make a yeah. break for a big run, and he's getting like shoestring tackles and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll say this: I'll say the same thing about Mixon that I said about the defense. Once that damn breaks, it's going to be. I think he'll be back to normal, back to his normal self. But he's he's having a couple of those where he's he's got the chance True. to. But he just he's not he's getting shoestring tackled is what yeah, it is. Yeah, he busts so, one of those for fifty right. yards like on that one yeah. he had to the outside. His stats look totally different, you know. Yeah, Even if yeah. Off that one carry. Yeah, it's a good point, Derek. It may not be a problem with anyone. It might just be a little bit of bad luck, and you yeah, know, those those kind of bad luck have a way of normalizing as time yeah. goes on. And sure. and Mixon, I mean, you can watch him year after year after year. If you look at his first half stats versus his second if you like split them it's unreal how either it's one way or the other with him either he'll start off super hot and then kind of die off towards the end of the year or at the end of the year he'll put up eight nine hundred yards within six games i mean it's crazy I'll, I'll, I'll take that when we're making our big playoff push against these guys yeah. like i have hey it's fine right now mixing just keep doing you you need to take a game off or two if your ankle or something is hurting we don't know that but you know, if that is part of it, take a game or two off. So, Derek, did you have really a, a positive and negative from the game? Yeah, um, I, I was just going to say positively, seeing the ball distributing and like everyone else was saying, um, it seemed like Joe was, was really – he wasn't waiting for that big play to happen. He was just basically whichever man's open, he, he seemed to hit him, taking his check downs when he, when he needed to. Like – the one, it was an incomplete pass, but it was exactly what you wanted to see where Burrow was, he was trying to scramble in the pocket and he saw that he was about to get a sack. He tossed the ball, tried to get it to, to uh, Hayden Hurst and Hayden just, it was just out of his outstretched, outstretched hand. He wasn't able to pull the ball in, but seeing stuff like that, Burrow doing stuff like that, I really, really like to see it. And it, as far as the play calling goes, I will say this: there was there was a couple points where I was like, okay, like the the fourth down call. I'll, at first, I'm like, that was questionable. You know, why would you do a a, a swing pass? Or I can't remember was it a swing toss. pass or was it a toss uh, to the outside? And then after closer look and and I'm going back and watching it, I saw they all crushed into to cover the in case it was a sneak and stuff like that. So naturally, that was a good play call for what had happened we just something happened a guy didn't catch his block and then and 
we wasn't able to do the stuff like that. I, I so. agree with Jerome. No more sweeps. They don't seem to work. They don't seem yeah. to work often enough to worry about them and to yeah. doing them. And Jerome went out to eat with us. That's our dude. We love Jerome. So shout out yep, Jerome. Absolutely. He, he knows that terrible experience we went through. <laughs> well, but uh, we survived it together. We did it. So uh, yep. I'll say positive. I got to go back, back with Travis. And a lot of you guys said the line. The line has, is just playing so well. I believe Teddy Karras was mic'd up because Zim had shared some clip out there, a small portion, and I'm waiting to see that because that guy just seems like a ball of fun. Like I really <laughs> yeah. hope we get him on here to drink, smash a couple Miller Lights with him. So you know he'll Teddy slam him to the forehead. Oh, he was so pumped too! And if you guys saw the post game speech where he's like, "We got a few days off," oh, like he was pumped, <laughs> and, that, and everyone in the locker room's pumped for it. Like, oh, we're gonna get locked up. Oh boys. yeah, he, he reminded me of like Will Ferrell at old school. <laughs> we're going to get drinking. Yeah, I'm I'm hungover as hell this morning, and I see that, and I go, I need a beer. I, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> so shout out the offensive line shout out ted Karras, shout out Lyle collins who we were quick to write off this played fairly well like i i didn't see the pff grades or anything but he's e. seemed to played well volson say less right you don't hear much about yeah. him must mean he's doing pretty damn good for a rookie so i'm loving right. it jonah i didn't see jonah do anything necessarily too awful but like i, I haven't rewatched the whole thing i watched like a little highlights today that's what happens when you, you know, you stay out, you have good time, you don't make it into about 2.30 to your hotel room, you know. That's the things that happen. You got a cat nap during the day, you got to do what you got to do, okay? But, uh, <laughs> so, negative, I will go kind of with the play calling, but I will say it's just the red zone offense in general. I don't want to necessarily say it's just the play calling, but it's just efficiency in the red zone. That concerns the hell out of me because we were one of the lower teams in the league last year with red zone efficiency, and I'm sure we're probably up, you know, one of the last, I don't know that stat, but just from watching it, it seems like there's so many times we're down there and we're not getting in when we should. Like, I'm glad we got that touchdown with Hurst toward the end that kind of put the game away. That mm -hmm. made a big difference. But overall, I think our red zone efficiency is not where it needs to be, not even close. Yeah, well, shout out Hayden Hurst. The moment I take you off my fantasy team, maybe that's what it was. I just Yeah, it's your fault. Personally. I couldn't have him on my fantasy team for him to score the touchdown, so that's what it was. Yeah, right, you suck. Take any other battles on the fantasy team, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put them all off your team, Derek, if you got any. <laughs> Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, off. Drop them. Drop <laughs> yeah, Straight drop. Exactly. And and that's another thing, too. Joe Burrow, like, if you look at his stats, like, watching the game, you're kind of like, it It didn't seem like he'd done as much as he – and maybe that's because he was taking what was given and stuff like that and just distributing the ball – and then you look, and he's got, what, 280? 287. 87, yeah. And three touchdowns. It's like, good Lord. Like, he did a hell of a job. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, 271, 20 for 31. Um, I would just say he had several big plays, though. Like, he had the 54-yarder yeah. or whatever to Higgins. He had the big play to Chase. He had a big pass downfield to Boyd. Like, and then yeah. we also – he didn't get the yardage for the one pass to Chase. A second one, that was the one Tyler mentioned earlier, where they threw it to Boyd, who then threw it yeah. to Chase for probably oh, like another yeah. 25, 30-yard gain on that one. Let, yeah. Let's just go around and give like our player of the game, player of the game award for this game. We'll start with you, Travis, and kick it around. Before before I answer that, I want to do one – I do want to get one more thing, though, because at the very beginning of the season, I was extremely concerned because without the preseason game and seeing Joe Burrow look a little frazzled back there, 
uh, through four interceptions the first game. He has yet to throw a one since. And he has been a lot smarter in his passing and a lot more precise. I feel as if he is locked in and he is ready to go. And I don't think he's going to throw any more than like two the rest of the year because he's making sure yeah. that if he's going to try it, it's going to be in a perfect pocket. Yeah, offensively, defensively, we're we're back in the positive margin, right? In the turnover differential. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Now. Yeah, plus, plus one, one after being yep. uh, five down from uh, after game one, week one. Yep. I think I think Bro just likes a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs He's like, like this shit's too easy. <laughs> Screw this week one. We're just gonna go for it. He needs that chip on his shoulder, you know? And that's why I was never worried about him. I'm like, this guy, he just, he's a dog and he's going to come back and he's going to keep coming at you. He's not going to stop. He's not going to get too down about a bad game or two bad games. He's going to come out and he's going to get locked in and kick your ass, rip your fucking throat out. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. And you get him. You tell him. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my player. Can we, can we do a little fun thing and go offensive and defensive? Yeah, sure. Both sides of the ball. All right, so offensive, I'm 100% going to go uh, my man Hayden Hurst uh, because he, especially after the interview today, when it almost made me cry when I saw what he said about he finally found his home, found a coaching staff that they able to play him right. I love that. And I, the guys, that. I also have to pick him because all night last night, there was a sector, there was four guys above me. <laughs> all night, this they just kept calling me, oh, wow. He's too black out to remember. Yep. Black <laughs> Blackout Buffalo Trace Trav. <laughs> you know, sometimes you say a sentence and you think it sounds good, and then you have Dale next to you that's just like, hey, what did you say? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me. It was Derek. It was, okay. I had, had, person. I, I, there was four fans that were uh, the, not the row behind me, but the row above them, and they kept calling me Hayden Hurst all fucking night. It was so funny. <laughs> They just they were just like Hayden Hurst. And I'm like, I turn around, they're all staring at me. And I was like, is that my name? Is that who I am tonight? She's like, all right, okay. Yeah, um, sure. I definitely want Hayden for uh, offense and defense. I'm 100 percent gonna go Von Bell. Uh, because Von Bell, that first one was an elite thing. And uh, I think he paid a little homage to the shit talking that was going on with Tyreek and Eli. And he said, All right, I'm I got you too. Don't worry. He said, I'm gonna take care of this as well. You're not getting shit on me either. Tyler, what's your thoughts? All right. Uh, if we're going offense, defense, I, I, I think the obvious one on offense was T. Higgins, uh, seven catches, 124 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that that touchdown was a huge momentum shifter for us. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the stats just speak for itself, itself there. And then on defense, um, I'm going to go Logan Wilson on that. Uh, huge – Fourth down – was that fourth down mm-hmm. stop that he stopped uh, uh, Raheem Morstad or is that a third down? Third, It was third and was short, yeah. Third and short. I mean, that, that was Yeah, because they kicked the field goal after that. Where he stopped the grown man running full sprint, just yeah. stood him up. A huge moment there. So, I mean, there there was there's moments in that fourth quarter where it, it was just like, oh, shit. I, I felt like there's people that you could kind of sense as like, oh, shit, here we go again. This is where – we kind of lose it a little bit, but like Logan stepped up to the plate right there and said, no, not, not today. This is where we shut the shit down. And yeah. And, yeah. and I believe they missed that field goal too, right? Was that, that <coughs> was that the one they missed? 
Was it? They, I, I, they I can't, blocked I can't the field remember. goal. They missed an extra point. I thought. Or yeah, they the the block field goal. That's what I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you, Joe? Um. So yeah, Travis had both of mine, but I'll change my offense one. <laughs> uh, but I'll give you a different reason for Von Bell. Um, I was like glued to the uh, the big screen where it had you know the the game stats. If you looked pretty much throughout that whole game, like the teams were even in like every category, you know, rushing yards, passing yards, time of possession. The only difference was two turnovers and both of them Von Bell. And that I, I, that was so great because he's not, you know, probably in the top five of, you know, our defensive standouts that we talk about very often. Um, but he's so solid. He, he's great. And, you know, we need guys like that to, you know, show up and, and have big games once in a while. We, we need to be well-rounded. So I thought that was great for him to step up like that. And um, you're going to think I'm weird, but I'll explain why. Um, Jamar Chase, I was watching the whole time how they were doing their coverage. And yeah. every time, every time I said, watch the safety. He's just, he's following Jamar. He just is standing right over Jamar every single time. And you know what Joe is doing? It's like, okay, I won't throw to Jamar at all the first half, basically. And I'll just carve you up with other people. And just having a player like that that's demanding that kind of attention is so huge for other guys to succeed. And I just think it's really underrated how much attention the Dolphins defense was was playing him up. Yeah, was that was that a single high safety or a, a two high safety there on the on the uh, T Higgins touchdown where literally both of their both of those guys were on Jamar's side just leaving T one on one wide open. Well, I heard on Locked On that they were doing some like two high safeties, but they were like kind of like disguising it where they were like playing. Um, they had like they looked like they were playing just one back, but the other safety was just playing up close to the last scrimmage and then they drop back or drop into the flats. So they were doing some weird um, defensive schemes. And I think it took a while for us to figure out, but for the most part, what they were presenting uh, pre-snap was one high safety over Jamar. Like, don't throw it over here. We're not going to let you beat. We're not going to let you beat us with Jamar. And then they just gave T Higgins against Xavier Howard one-on-one. And I think Xavier Howard was banged up too um, into that game. It's just like, that's why he just ate. I do want to throw this out there because I saw this earlier and shout out Greg always with the knowledge and uh, bringing up new things to talk about, uh, about Von Bell and how important he is and how he's one of the, I would say most underrated on our defense. Um, he brought up that here's an interesting fact. People talk about Bates in the last year of his deal, but nobody's talking about Bell in his last year of his deal. At this point, I would sell, I would sign Bell before Bates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely I, cheaper. I think I've kind of mentioned that on here a little bit that I could see yeah. him as somebody who gets an extension um, coming up he, because because we're not going to have Bates and Bell is yeah. playing so well, and he's a team leader and he's a captain the last couple of years. That's the kind of guy you want to keep on your team. So. He, if you can go ahead and work out a couple extra years on his deal, let's get it done. Yeah, he's just so – he's steady Eddie. I mean, he never really has a has a down game. And he just – he's always consistently what, what you need him to be. 
But Dale, what what's your thoughts on uh? Let's well, give did us... you did you give your offensive and defensive? No, you, you want me? Uh, you want me to go first? I'll I'll say, obviously my my defensively was Von Bell, so I'm going to switch it up here a little bit. I'll go offensively. I'm going to have to say, I did somebody say Hayden Hurst already? Because yeah, Travis, I got okay. Travis did okay. I I gotta go agree with him on that because Hayden Hurst. Just it seemed like he's starting to get more into what he's what we need him to be. You know, he he doesn't need to be that Kyle Pitts, that that number one possession guy. That every time he and he just whenever you need him, he's there. So that that's what I I gotta go Hayden Hurst for my offensively. And instead of going defense, I'm gonna go to special teams real quick. And no, I'm not talking to Evan McPherson. We hit a 57 yarder. I know, I understand that, but this is just for one play and one play only. Yep. Our guy, Marcus Bailey. Oh, okay. He got the huge, huge stop. I don't know if you guys saw the All-22 that showed up. I forget who was showing it today, but uh, Raheem Mostert was going. I mean, he had the biggest hole ever, and this guy was going to be gone for a touchdown on one, one of these special teams plays. Marcus gets him. Gets him in the freaking vice grips and does not let him go and drops him. And for that, I'm saying Marcus Bailey, you get a game ball. I'm giving the game ball to Marcus Bailey right there. <laughs> well, so so I'll switch it up too, just to spread some love. So I'll go offensive. I'll go Ted Karras, the man yep. making it work in the middle, sporting Bengals and Bruce shirts. You know that's bonus points with me already, right off the rip. Team leader, gonna be on the mic'd up this week for those guys. Gave the speech, probably crushing beers as we're talking. So, <laughs> cheers to that, Teddy K. And defensively, I'll switch it up as well. And I will say Josh Tupo. And it's not because he Tua got injured. It's because we ha- needed somebody to step in for Reader and at least play solid. And I, he's no DJ Reader. Don't get me wrong. But that was a big sack. Like, I, I did not want Tua to get injured. I'm not saying nothing about that. But that was a huge play, and that was a big man chasing him down to even get to him to make that play. Yeah. And at that point, we weren't really getting to him much, like as far as sacks. So I thought that was a great play by Tupo. And he, he's just one of those guys that's always filled in, always done his job when he's called upon, always stepped up when needed to. So shout out to Tupo. He gets a game ball. Teddy K gets a game ball. And Tyler I got gets one a game more. ball. I, I got one more. I got one more. All right, give it out game I, balls. <laughs> got one more game ball because I think this is being severely overlooked because it was it was a big deal all week long. Game ball to the UC student who recorded the Dolphins practice at New <laughs> <laughs> Because apparently that was a big enough deal to where they was running fake plays with 12 men and basically threw out an entire day's worth of practice. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Barstool Cincinnati God, right there. Yeah. That's so good. Oh my gosh. That was a great um, one. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's illegal. Don't crazy. do it because the NFL is investigating. It was terrible. Oh, uh, before we get out of here, too, uh, I was somebody mentioned what? I want to mention oh, this yeah. one because, yeah, yeah, he had the block so on the. Yeah. I, I thought for sure someone would mention that. Extra yeah. was the extra point or field goal? You know what? Field goal. It was a field goal. Extra one extra game ball goes out to Jeffrey Gunner. Jeff, hey, listen, you're it's in the mail. All right, Travis, what'd you have? Oh, I was just gonna say that uh 
talking about to end off the Tua injury and such. We know it was a atrocious thing that happened, but it was a clean sack. He just got hit weird. Yeah. I saw a video today that blew my mind. Um, and I always find this stuff kind of very interesting. Uh, very drunk guy like myself last night was getting interviewed by another random fan and was asking, was asked the question about uh, Tua. And the guy said, word for word, like three minutes left in the second in the second quarter, he was going to get hit laying on the white in the middle. I mean, he play by play called it. He said he's playing his last play of football tonight. Like just it was like a cocky fan thing, of course, made a huge statement. And it was it was word for word. I mean, everything was I was like, this is uncomfortable to hear. So like when I when the video was going on, they were like, he called the injury. I was like, no, we didn't call the injury. That drunk dude over there called the injury, say the least. And we got cats on the tables here. <laughs> Pussy everywhere. I, Pussy I, everywhere. I, I'll tell you what, I that really took the wind out of the sails for me for the whole energy for that night because like Tua is, is probably the one quarterback in the league other than Burrow that like I'm just like I'm really rooting for the guy. He's he's mm-hmm. been through so much adversity. Uh the Dolphins um you know have constantly flirted with every quarterback with a pulse that might be available. I mean, this guy's yeah. you know freaking ego um you know it's amazing it's even intact and he's you know starts to finally you know look like you know has a breakout game. And then this crap happens like it, you just feel for him and just on a, you know, human being level for sure. I've never been at a game where a guy is being carried out motionless on a stretcher where he's not moving. I mean, yeah, it, I, was, it, I was, that was, that was, it was scary, scary. And it his sounds hands, like his hands is good. That image. Oh, of that, is yeah. Start, yeah. Uh, that, that, I didn't like, I watched that today. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah. man, that is, when I saw it, I had it. Cause I didn't see it yesterday either. When I saw it today, I was like, Oh, I'm, I wish I didn't see that. Like, yeah, it's just hey. I'm glad so far it's not looking like a very bad thing. But if he is not resting up and maybe even sits out next week, I don't yeah, know so. what we're do, doing. Do do what's best for that. Yeah, do what's One best for thousand for, for the yeah. long term. Like you've got a you've got a you've got a franchise quarterback. Like I think he's already yeah. shown that this year. Like mm-hmm. you've got a yeah. guy. Like. You know, sometimes you might have to lose a game or two here and there for the long-term future. Well, and their backup isn't even that bad. It's not like they're going with somebody that's like a D quarterback. Like, oh, yeah. He's a very valuable, like, that's why I was talking to my dad during the game. I was like, yeah, I don't even feel comfortable winning this game. Like, I wanted to beat Tua. And there, he was like, yeah. you got to pay attention to who's on this backfield. I was like, Teddy's not he's just not, a normal yeah, he's quarterback. Not he's he's but, valent. He can, he can play ball. So, if you win, you win. This is an actual yeah. W. I don't know about everybody else where they sit, but I know Joe and Tyler, you guys kind of sit close to where Derek and I do. There was a very audible, like, two, uh, two, yeah. uh, that chant for him coming yeah. off the field, awesome. like, to show love and respect for him as a human being. So I, I, heard, it. I awesome. heard it from up where I was. Yeah. And I heard game, it game balls to the Bengals fan base right there. Well, it's that. just being a human, you know, and trying right. to show him some love of, like, hey, we hope you're okay. It's a game at the end of the day. Yep. Don't ever yep. take it too seriously it's not life and death like you know that's a long-term injury for that guy like you imagine being that fan when that hit happened he goes oh shit i didn't mean that i swear to god i didn't mean that yeah oh my god what kind of power do i have yeah you're like oh no 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 he's like x-ray vision 
on a one. <laughs> he goes, give me work. a lottery ticket. Damn it, I'm going to yeah. win tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Spends his whole life savings, you know, thinking oh, he's going to hit the Mega Millions. Nope. Well, hey, man, like our, uh, like our friend Ted said, you know, we get a couple days off. And yeah, we're gonna let's enjoy, rest up, boys. We're going to enjoy this Sunday watching it and enjoying the rest of the league beat the shit out of each other while we just sit back and relax, you know, maybe spend some time with our family because we are also busy people like the Bengals and we have to take our time on Sundays. And now we might not have to. We might can just sit and relax, watch some football, go do something else. We don't have to worry. Shout out London football, baby, because we got football nine. from like 9.30 in the morning till like 11.30 at night. I am Red loving it. So excited. Red rifle so starting excited. quarterback. All right, Tyler, tell us about the morning prowl this week at noon with Mike Sands, and uh, we'll let you out of here. Then we'll go to Joe, and then we'll kind of wrap this thing up. Yeah, uh, so Sunday morning at 9 a.m., uh, morning prowl has Mike Sands, and we actually just added a late uh, guest here, uh, Gab Goody. Uh, she made her first appearance to Paul Brown Stadium or Paycor, whatever you want to prefer. Uh, she made her first appearance at the stadium Thursday night. So we wanted to get a neutral view on, you know, game day atmosphere and what she thought of the, uh, of the experience. So we, we just added her today. Nice. Um, so yeah, if you uh, want to check us out Sunday morning at 9am, the morning prowl on YouTube. Will Matt be doing another segment in his pink robe? We're giving him the week off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I He's a real, he earned it. He earned it. He'll be real back quick. for the Ravens game. All right. Real quick, did she at least wear white? I did not pay attention. I, I have no idea what she wore. <laughs> yeah. Well, find <laughs> that out for us, Tyler. Find Who gives a it. shit, Derek? <laughs> All right, Tyler. You, thanks you for your time. Us. You failed us with not wearing I white. I had a so. white hat on. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> Night, brother. Thanks, Tyler. Night, Tyler. All right, Joe, you got anything you want to plug and we'll let you out of here? No, me. I never have anything to plug. I keep saying that. And one of these days, I am going to have something to plug. Well, who day Joe? Who day Joe? Yes. Who day Joe? But I just haven't had the time to execute them. But no, no, you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, at Who Day Joseph. Or if you just search Who Day Joe, you'll find me um, at Who Day Joe on TikTok. I'll post some stuff on there. But yeah, man, I just love hanging out with you guys. And a lot of times, uh, if you see and... us at the tailgates, you're going to see Joe. We're yeah, usually, yeah. I'm hanging usually out together nearby. So it was great to finally meet you in person, Travis. It was an absolute pleasure. I had a blast with you. So much fun with you. Um, <laughs> Thanks for dealing with, with my drunk longer. ass at 1 30 in the morning. I you don't know how too. drunk I, I was because you I were even gave him a beer. I had my dad fought for I'm not shitting you. He fought for an hour at least to get some beers in those bars because they were so fucking packed. He finally nice. gets the beers. Joe's right there. I just hand him a beer. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> Your like, dad's like, what is wrong with you? You son of a bitch. But, <laughs> yeah, good day, guys. Uh right. always a pleasure being on. All right, love you, bro. Love you. Oh, yeah. Uh guys, definitely uh another great episode uh which is even a little longer than we usually go but we're having a great yeah. time talking about a, a wonderful night and uh i want to say thank you everybody again for welcoming us and uh, myself as a uh, part of your family and part of your group regardless of what group you're a part of uh, and uh we're all Bengals fans i know right absolutely uh, rate, review, subscribe on audio platforms and on YouTube. Make sure you guys are dropping comments and not just the live chat, but drop comments in. It can help us push the algorithm to get sent out to a bunch of Bengals fans as well. Clearly, you guys know we're doing some cool stuff. 
And uh, if you don't mind, Dale, I want to plug in real quick. I hosted a adult wiffle ball tournament just last week, and I just got the video done, ready to go, and it will be put up on Monday. If you want to enjoy a nice, fun little thing, it's on my uh, other podcast page, Boogered Up. Uh, Monday at three thirty. That's going to be up, and uh, I'm looking. And uh, we'll share it. We'll share that. Just remind us, and we'll or you can like whatever. We'll share that on uh, Bengals and Brews Twitter page as well. So if you guys want to be part of the wiffle ball uh, tournament that Travis is going to have, make sure you sign up. I I already had it. The video. Oh, oh, it's the video from the one you just sent. Okay. Final product. Yeah. I thought maybe you had another thing coming out. For some reason, I was thinking no kickball, no dodgeball. Not yet, but maybe in the and, future, everybody. Do and it, real yeah. quick, shout out, Birminghorn Meadery. I, I was trying to figure out a way to put this in there throughout the whole show, but we was just vibing, flowing, everything was going great. And so we're, we're going to do it at the end here. Birminghorn Meadery, 15% off. Bengal Brew. promo code, Bengal Brew. They got some great stuff. Hey, they got some really good stuff that's just coming out. I think within, what was it, a couple of days ago, they just came out with the uh, – a really smoky, I guess, a smoky flavor. So I'm I'm excited to try that one. Um, but yeah, Birmingham Meadery, two or more bottles get you 15% off some some delicious Birmingham Mead. See all this dancing I'm doing? This is what it feels <laughs> to be on Birmingham. Absolutely. All I right, who day everybody love, love y'all. Get it, Cincinnati jungle fit it. Who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Earned our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle drip it. Nasty natty, yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, hit the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the pounce, make the city howl. Now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnel, from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes, we tatted on the jungle. When we flex that, who they muscle on them? Stripes. Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the Jungle, we unite in the Trippin' on your black and white All day when we fight Live and die in these stripes uh. Now who gotta move I can on Now who wanna move Crossing on Now who wanna move So how long before we do this again? Uh, sex butt stuff <laughs>